Oh, yes, we're back. It's a brand new village vice. No cars on fire. None. Gym today. Um, we did have, I look like I haven't slept in three days. Apparently, if you go, and I, and I say this because those watching on YouTube can go back and look at our baseball broadcast last night. He's Zach Blackerby. I'm Brad Law, by the way. Sure. Some sort of allergy something hit me in the last two to three days. And it looks like I'm trying to pull my nose off my face during the baseball game last night. And afterwards, my eyes were so irritated. They were red for like three hours. I don't know what it is, but it it looks like I've been crying for three days or haven't slept for three days. So forgive us for that. Right. Are you traveling to Jacksonville this weekend with the team? Yeah. Well, I'm traveling for to cover the team. I'm not going to be with them in their company during the trip. I'm driving separately. Got it. Yeah. I don't know if that'll help you or hurt you being in Jacksonville. <laughs> I would think it would help, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. May, may go with the windows down, though, most of the way. Well, yeah. sure. Brad, let's play a game today. Yeah, I like it. I like this idea. Little past or present, because the the storyline is the roster is better this year than it was a year ago. Yeah, and in a well, big picture point of view, like I, I think that is true. And that's the hope. That's right. Like that's the source of your optimism any year to the next year is we're going to be better at this spot, better at that spot. Well, let's yep. get into it a little bit and discuss. Right. All right. So we're going to compare a 2023 version of a player to what we think the 2024 version of a player will be. So is, let's it start. Same, is it the same player, Zach? Is it just the, the improvement of one player to the other? Or are we looking at positionally? Positionally, with the exception of one, we've got seven prompts. So the first one, 2023 Marcus Harris, which was exceptional, or 2024 Keldrick Falk. That's an interest. That boy, that's a good one right off the bat. That's a that's a strong leadoff hitter, Zach. Um, because we don't know that the position that they play and what they're asked to do will be exactly the same. Right. Sure. That's one of the questions of of spring. Marcus is a guy who played in, I mean, he played in how many games over the, it was a three-year starter, basically. Sure. 40 tackles last year, 11 tackles for loss. If you're looking just 23 versus 24, does Keldrick give you 40 tackles? Does he give you 11 tackles for loss? Um, does he stop the run effectively the way Marcus helped you stop the run when you stopped the run effectively a year ago? That's interesting. Yeah, and I think we would all agree that Marcus Harris's impact was more than just the 40 tackles. I mean, mm -hmm. he disrupted plays. He called pandemonium and wreaked havoc in the backfield. We, he's got a pretty decent pressure rate. We could pull it up if we wanted to. But to me, I, I wanted to start with this one because, one, I think it's the most important of all the ones we're about to talk about because of the questions on Auburn's defensive front. And the guys that they went out to get in the transfer portal – Gage Keys, Trill Carter, these guys are guys that you bring in to help stop the run. Mm -hmm. Auburn's going to need to rush the passer at a better level than they did a year ago, and they lost one of their best pieces up front with Marcus Harris to the NFL draft. So you bring J uh, you, you bring McLeod back, who we all saw what he was capable of the last half of the season when he was healthy. Mm -hmm. God forbid something happened to him. It would be very, very bad for Auburn's defensive pass rush. So you need Keldrick to at least have the impact. Sure, their roles and positions we think will be different, 
Yeah. But to me, this is all about impact. Can Keldrick Falk impact opposing offenses at the level that Marcus Harris did a year ago? And right now, I'm leaning towards no. Mm -hmm. He can, because I think Keldrick is more naturally gifted than Marcus Harris. But that, that would be a huge jump. But we have seen five stars in the past, like Keldrick, make mm -hmm. that huge jump from their freshman year to their sophomore year. But I'd like to see it first. Yeah, the word that, all, that I always think of first when it comes to Falk is explosive. Just watching him one-on-one -on -one sure. matchups, he fires off the ball in a hurry. So there's the potential to be more disruptive, and yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if he's more disruptive. Some of that's going to be, you know, you don't see the impact of the disruption unless guys beside him are making plays. You know, do the linebackers, do the linebackers finish the play if he is able to create space for them to do so? If they do – then he's made an impact. He's been disruptive. If they don't, then you don't really you don't really see it. So, yeah, the potential's there. It is kind of hard today in February, a week before spring practice starts, to go. Yep, absolutely, check the box. Absolutely more productive. Yeah, and I wanted to start with this one just because that's what needs to happen. Bobber mm -hmm. will overachieve and uh, you know do put succeed and, and achieve all their goals that they want to in twenty twenty four. Keldrick Falk needs to be the second year five star player that mm -hmm. they. That's just, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't Im, Important sure. again to note. Exact same thing. Right. Important again to note, 2023 versus 2024. We're not comparing or projecting careers or anything like that. We're talking about the 2023 Tigers, 2024 Tigers, side by side. That's it. Right. Yep. All right. Okay. Uh, this is the only one <clears throat> that's the same player twice, but I, I think it's interesting. One, because of impact. Two, because of actual production. 2023, Rivaldo Fairweather, who led Auburn in receiving and total yardage last year, versus the 2024 version of Rivaldo Fairweather, which we assume will be more developed, which we assume will be more athletic, strong, and able to impact the offense. Yeah. But the pieces around him are going to change. And so his market share of the targets and the catches and total yards is probably going to change. So I, I thought that would be an interesting one for us to discuss. It is. And I think until today, when we started looking at this uh, topic, I would have said his impact won't be as great because there are other pieces around him. He caught 38 balls for 394 yards and six touchdowns. But in thinking about it a little bit more and just thinking about how one piece affects another and, and how the whole sure. thing is impacted, I think because he's such a steady, reliable weapon, those other weapons offensively make him more of a threat. Because many times he was a guy that defenses could game plan to take away. Right. And I don't think they'll be able to do that. And it, and he's not any less effective or explosive or a big play threat. How many times do you see wide receivers get attention from defenses and it leaves a tight end and a mismatch wide open and they're just not able to game plan to stop him? I think the second half of the season, defenses will not be able to game plan to take him away. They'll be game planning for other people. And I think that leaves a lot of potency for Rivaldo. Yeah, I, I think especially when you talk about how some teams are going to choose to cover Rivaldo, and we'll see if he's more attached to the line or if he's mm -hmm. a big slot or if they they even play him outside, which I think is an option that we'll see some this year. But if they keep him closer to the line, and that puts pressure on linebackers and safeties, and they involve the running backs in the passing game at a level that I think they will higher than a year ago, it's just a lot of stress of like, okay, I've got to focus on Rivaldo. Oh, goodness, i got to focus on Jarquez and Damari and, and Jeremiah Cobb as well. I mean, there's just a lot 
of stress on those yeah. front seven defensive players or the safety that's walking up to the line of scrimmage. So I, I think the overall impact of 2024 Rivaldo may be better, but I don't know if his actual production will be better than it okay. was in 2023. I uh, I could see that. I could see him having fewer receptions, but more yards and more touchdowns because I think the impact of each individual play yeah, true. is is greater. I don't know that he gets four catches, between three and four catches a game, yep. but I think his ability to make bigger plays per catch it, it goes goes up. I mean, sure. I think, you know, I think about things like, and I'm not a play caller, I'm not a play designer, but I think about. You three, should be. No, I shouldn't. Either. You're incredible. No, there's four. And everything you do. No, there's 40,000 people watching the show today that are, you know, better than, than I would be at this. Maybe. Um, I hope. 40,000 high. I don't know where that came from. Anyway. It's a lot. It's half a drink here. Cam Coleman, Robert Lewis, Rivaldo Fairweather on one side. Jarquez comes out of the backfield, goes the other way. What what do you who who goes with who? Those guys on the right are are running routes and confusing the defense. And where do you, where do you go? Well, it forces a lot of one on one matchups, which yeah. is great because now I think Auburn has athletes that can win one on one matchups, which mm-hmm. is exactly what Hugh Freeze and Derek Nix will want this season. If you're thinking about today's topic and you're like, man, I want 2024 version of me to be better than the 2023 version of me, there's one way to do this and it's to have a better time watching sports you could do that by going to mybookie.ag and you can check out all of their lines their odds their parlays they've got it all for you at mybookie.ag okay this is already incredible thank you so much we're gonna make it better for you all you have to do is when you make that first deposit after you make your free account at mybookie.ag make that first deposit and use promo code next round and then bloop it actually makes that sound. You got to try it out. Bloop. Extra money added to your account, courtesy of our friends at mybookie.ag. Brad, our next one. Mm-hmm. You ready for it? Yep. You ready? Yep. 2023 Nehemiah Pritchett versus 2024 Kay This is the one I'm probably least confident about, and it's not because I don't believe in Kay and Lee. But I think what Nehemiah was able to do, he was able to do because of the depth of the cornerback room and because you had 2023 Kay and Lee playing in, I mean, he was in the same position room. Mm-hmm. And so they're practicing together and they're playing together. And and Kayan was effective in 2023 as, as a guy playing alongside or, or behind Nehemiah. So again, I think the ceiling is higher for Kay and Lee. Um, not as tall as Nehemiah, not as big as as Nehemiah. Nehemiah played in 51 games in, in his Auburn career. And now Kayan, for the first time, gets to shoulder, we, we all believe, a starting quarterback uh, cornerback role. Mm-hmm. And I don't – again, is it possible? Yep, absolutely. Would it shock me? No. Is it one that I can absolutely check the box before spring training starts? It's not. So this is the one I'm most confident Okay, in. I, I think well, Kay and Lee is an incredible talent. We've already seen him play pretty much his first five games of the season. He played starting cornerback reps, mm-hmm. getting to the high 40s. And then in one game, the second game of the season, he played 81 snaps. He played a starting role in the in the, in the the bowl game, which I know they got lit up, but I was not on Kay and Lee. I thought Kay and Lee was excellent. So um, to me, I think this is what we should expect 
as Hugh Freeze and his staff start to stack these classes, mm-hmm. this passing of the torch, where it's one proven guy handing the baton off to another guy that is perfectly ready and perfectly capable. I think this is the first key example of that. Obviously, Freeze and staff inherited Nehemiah Pritchett. They went out and flipped Kane Lee from Ohio State. But to me, I, I think this is a sign of things to come. This is the this is the transition that should excite Auburn fans because imagine this all over the field and all over the roster. That's what's coming over yeah. the next two, three, four years. So, um, I, I, yeah, I'll give, give me give me the twenty twenty four version of Canley. Give me the twenty twenty five version of Canley. Give me the <laughs> NFL twenty twenty six version of Canley. I want all of it. All right, and here let me let me back up a little bit and my because now I've I've looked at a few of the numbers and I didn't realize they were so close. Now. Did KN have the like was Nehemiah's role in leadership and mentorship and all the other ships? Did it play any part in KN's success his freshman year? Um, I don't know. I don't even know if that's pertinent to the conversation. But last year, if we're talking 23 versus 24, Nehemiah last year, 22 tackles. Now he you know didn't play in, in the first handful of games, but sure. 22 tackles, one tackle for loss, three pass breakups. One interception. Okay. I think Kay and Lee will top that. Kay and Lee last year, yeah. Kay and Lee in 23, it. had 18 tackles, mm. just four fewer. Two tackles for loss, six uh, passes deflected, and one forced fumble. Didn't have an yeah. interception, but he, had four, but he forced a turnover. So that's pretty close in terms of impact. At least statistical sure. impact. And again, how many times did guys not throw one way or the other because you know they were covered? Um, I, I think maybe I can be brought over much more quickly to the 2024 K and Lee camp. Well, welcome. Thanks. There's a lot of room over here. Yeah. But it's filling up quick. It is, I was just I was about to say, filling up quick. I was about to say there ain't gonna be room long. 2023 Dylan Wade or 2024. Percy Lewis. Of course, Percy Lewis, the massive offensive tackle that mm-hmm. transferred from Mississippi State. Dylan Waitzel and the team were expecting him to scoot in to left guard, left tackle to left guard. So, yeah, last year's left tackle in Dylan Wade or the potential of the 2024 version of Percy Lewis. Yeah, very interesting here because they are uh, they have much different builds. Lewis is 6'8", 345. 68345. I mean, that's you love that as, as at a tackle. I mean, Dylan your perspective Wade, of the world has to be different when right. you're 68. Yeah. Like they see the world differently than you and I do. Well, literally, yeah, they're they're head and shoulders over everybody else just about. Sure. Uh, Dylan Wade 63304, so the way he played the position just from a physical leverage perspective is different than the way Percy plays the position. He started the back half of the season at Mississippi State um, you know, Dylan Wade played in 16 games at Tulsa before he got to Auburn. Uh, Percy played in the SEC before coming to Auburn. Um, got more of your prototypical tackle size. Um, I, I like Dylan's versatility coming in and the fact that he was able to slide in and play that role well mm-hmm. um, helped the offensive line be one of the bright spots of the team relative to the expectations. And I think Percy elevates that more in 24. So yeah, I will take 2024 Percy Lewis. Yeah, I think I will too. Uh, which brings us to the next one. 2023 Gunner Britton 
or 2024 Dylan Wade? Oh, that's really good. Um, I'll try not to be so wordy on this one. Um, Britain's versatility was his strength. Like he could have played tackle, but he slid into the guard spot and was good there and anchored alongside Wade. Um, you know, that that was a strong combo. I I think. You know, Dylan doesn't have as much experience going into the season as Gunner did going into last season. I think that will be close. Can you sell me on why it will be better? I don't think it will be. Okay. I don't think it will be. I, I think the overall offensive line can be better. I think it has to do with the improvement at left tackle, the assumed improvement at center. We'll talk about that in a second. And then Xavion Miller, I think just him having another year at right tackle is probably an element of the offensive line that's not being discussed enough. So I think the overall offensive line does get better. But losing Gunnar Britton's a big deal. I mean, there's going to be NFL yeah. teams that like Gunnar Britton. There's going to be, I mean, Gunnar Britton's going to have an NFL career. Yeah, I think. I think. Could be wrong, but I think so. Um, So, like, if, if I could have, if I could pick between him, like another year of Gunnar Britton at left guard or Dylan Wade at left guard, like, I would pick Gunnar Britton at left guard. But I still think overall, like the offensive line will be better. But as far as this prompt goes, yeah, I will take 2023 Gunner Britain. Yeah. Yeah. I think, right. And that's not, again, both this of those saying last... weight stinks. Right. I'm not saying that, but like, I just, the amount of respect I have for Gunner Britain, and I think you as well, Brad, it's very yeah. high. Correct. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the guys this time a year ago we were talking about as one of the highlights of the transfer class. Yeah. And that, yeah, totally. that, you know, you, you don't just wash over that. Right. I think Dylan has potential, and I, I like the way he's coached on the offensive line. I, I do like his size at the guard spot. He could, he might be better at guard than he was at tackle. Maybe. I think he will be. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, like you said, overall, I think the offensive line can be better. I like this offensive line discussion. Yeah. Uh, you said you didn't just want to wash over that. What else do you not want to just wash over? Brad well, Long? you don't want to just wash over your nether regions or anywhere where you have hair on your body, Zach. And that's why our friends at Manscaped are here with an offer just for our villagers. All right. 20% off and free shipping when you use promo code VICE. Got to use promo code VICE at checkout. Don't just go with what they, they put in there. It's VICE. That's your promo code. 20% off and free shipping. Um, Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, every man's cheat code to look good, feel good, and soar with confidence wow. this year. And uh, Manscaped's fifth generation lawnmower, it is not just a trimmer, it is your grooming sidekick. It's equipped with two skin safe blade heads. That's the standard one for taking a little off the top. And then a new foil blade, really to go smooth wherever you want to. Um, wow. It's like having a personal stylist at your fingertips or wherever you need a personal stylist. It's also waterproof. Um, and if you want the full grooming experience, here's Tell what I Tell them about recommend. the light, Brad. Tell them about the light. <laughs> You're talking about the, the brightest LED light yet? Insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... You, see you, everything. Want, you want the full grooming experience, too. You get the Performance Package 5.0. Let me run down quickly what's in the Performance Package 5.0 for your own Performance Package 5.0. It's a grooming kit. You get the lawnmower. You get the ear and nose hair trimmer. You get the essential aftercare products, the Crop Soother Ball Aftershave Lotion, the Crop Preserver, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant. Um, and they'll even throw in two free gifts, the Boxers 2.0 and the Shed 2.0 Toiletry Bag. Promo code VICE, manscaped.com. You get 20% off and free shipping. Do it. Do it. All right. All right. We got two more. Okay. Two more. 
2023 Avery Jones, starting center a year ago, mm-hmm. or 2024 Connor Lou? I think the answer for this one is very clear. Yeah. But once again, we need to reiterate. Like I think Avery Jones is very important for the yeah. development of what Hugh Freeze is trying to instill. instill and um, we both just really like Connor Luke, but go ahead. Correct. Yeah, most important position. Uh, well, the, the most underrated position on the team. We all know the importance of quarterback, left tackle, and defensive end. But center is the keystone of the offensive line. And um, Connor Lou, when Avery was healthy, Connor still played a significant amount and was good. Uh, so I like his ability going from the start of the season. It's his job in that role to pace better even than last year. I think so. Yeah, I, I think Connor Lou has a chance to be all SEC this year. Mm-hmm. His teammates believe that. Several folks within the program are kind of expecting that. So, yeah, that, that that's an easy one. But just wanted to kind of put that out there. All right, our last one. And I think this one's interesting. And if you think we need to compare the 2023 player to a different 2024 player, tell me. Because I kind of went back and forth on which players to kind of have this discussion with. But 2023 Larry Nixon Mm. versus 2024 Darian Maiusi, the transfer linebacker from Duke. Well, that's a good – that's a really good comparison, I I, I think. All right, so – Dorian, yeah, I mean, that was six, that was kind of my thought process because Nixon was never the dude. He yeah. was kind of like the fringe number two, but mostly the number three linebacker that played more two because Keys got hurt. Yeah, and I think that's what Mausi is going to be. Like we all know, we all know that Eugene Asante is going to be, or we assume that Eugene Asante is going to be the number one guy. I think Austin Keys is going to be the number two guy and competing with Dorian Mausi. They're yeah. both transferring with one year left of eligibility. Like. They seem kind of like the same fit to me. Yeah. They're the same size. I mean, one's 6'1", 231. The other's 6'2", 233. Um, they both had a ton of tackles at their previous stops. Um, when I look at the schedule, and maybe this is a lazy take, and maybe this is an unfair take, but the fact that Dorian was doing it against ACC teams. Bingo. I, I think that probably puts me more in the 2024 camp than the 2023 camp. Again, no disrespect to Larry. I just, you know, Dorian's done it against better overall consistent competition. Yeah, I think at times the game was a little too slow. Or, I'm sorry, a little too fast for for Larry. And he found himself out of position consistently and and all that. So, Dorian Mausi, I think he's going to be asked to do less, potentially, unless he earns a, a better job and potentially is that number two guy, which we'll see what a great situation that's going to be. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I'll take the 2024 version over the 2023 version. 14 tackles at Florida State for Dorian last year. So he's not racking them up against the non-conference competition. I mean, he's he's yeah. played in the games and and played a big part. No so question. I, I like that in a, in a role-playing spot as a, as a linebacker on this roster. If I remember correctly, he had a pretty decent game in their upset against Clemson as well, if I remember correctly. But I'm not I'm not positive on that. But regardless, yeah, I think we're on the same page yeah. here. And, so let us know. Five yes. tackles and an interception in that game. The pick. That's what it yeah. was. That's right. That's right. Uh, let us know your thoughts down below.
genuinely curious. Are we off base? Are we crazy? Or if you can think of more of these, I enjoyed yeah. this, Brad. If you can think of more of these kind of prompts, uh, we'll check the comments to see if we can add these and maybe a, another version of yeah. the uh, of the show. And 2023 Peyton Thorne versus 2024 Peyton Thorne. I don't know if that that may be like a whole show. I know that's where everybody's mind is before spring practice starts. But I guarantee you, one of the comments is going to be 2023 Peyton Thorne versus 2024 yeah. Walker White. That's or 2024 yeah. Hank Brown. That's that's what people are going to sure. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. I think that about does it for today's show, Brad. It does. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Remember, everyone has vices. Make sure Village Vice is one of yours.